0: Is that a real cake? That's a real cake, John. Why have you just put a real cake behind you? Because today, right now, it's my birthday. Happy birthday to you, Kev. I thought it was
1: tomorrow. You've had to work on your birthday as well. That sucks. Uh, Technically, I did book it off. And then I basically forgot about that and just came in anyway.
0: (laughs) This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Hello everybody, thank you for joining us. This is Sheer Isolation, I am John in Cricklade and my co-host Kieran Moore is uh, in a different room of his workplace in Trowbridge.
1: I'm in the office John. I'm in the office surrounded
0: by cake. Because it's the birthday boy today. What What kind of cake is it? It looks
1: like coffee and chocolate. It's cookies and cream. It says serves 18, right? I cut the cake up into eight slices. So I did that drastically wrong.
0: And you've still got a lot of that cake left. But anyway, we'll we'll move on. Because the purpose of this show is to promote and highlight the local music and art scene. And we do that by playing a couple of tracks and having a guest on. Um, our guest this week is uh, Oliver Phipps from The Wharf in Devices, which is a, a theatre which I've never heard of before. And it sounds like it's still kind of getting a bit of momentum going.
1: It's, it's been there over 30 years. and It was there long before even I arrived. Uh, but it used to be a really closed shop. Like they had a mailing list. You had to pay to be on it. And you had to pay to, to be um, to go to auditions, etc. In the last sort of nine years, they've completely radicalized it and turned it around and made it this really interesting, insightful, engaged, optimistic, open space. And, and you'll hear in the interview in a minute, he Ollie and, and the organization are doing so much, so much I didn't even realize they were doing, and it's absolutely fantastic. So absolute credit to, to them and I would say, right now, the absolute feather in
0: Devise's Crown. I need to ask you, Kieran, the the normal question, and I'm already excited to know what the answer is.
1: What have you been up to in the last week? Oh my God, so much. So Tuesday, I went to a dance recital for my daughter at the Forum in Bath, which was amazing. I then went out for dinner at a Lebanese restaurant, which was amazing. I then went to Glastonbury on Wednesday. I was at Glastonbury on Thursday. I then, uh, Friday, I went to work and did a cinema film. Saturday, I did, or uh, um, Trevor Gico did a repair cafe, followed by a gig with Life in Mono. Who did you see at Glasso?
0: Because you weren't hanging around the main bit, so you were working in the glamping section. No,
1: so we were on, the, yeah, we were on the glamping stage and we did the PAE for festival sites. Um, and we had Jazz Delorean from Tankers the Henge. We had Leander Morales. We had Stringer Besant from Reef. So it was a really, really lovely couple of days lovely stage the best view of the site I think you, you pay to be in the glamping stage you get these lovely bell tents you know you've got showers it's not really a festival experience it's just a holiday you
0: could get a great view of the site if you went up to the farm but I haven't been there for about 20 years I'm assuming the farmhouse hasn't moved I would um, assume not No. let's play a tune then Kieran um tell, tell us about the, the first track for the show
1: so we're going to play a, an American musician um, called Annie Dresner. Now Annie now lives in the UK; she's a UK resident, and she is touring later this year. Uh, but in fact, she's actually touring as well next month uh, with a chap who I forget his name, David Ford. Um, but she's touring the UK solo in September, and this is a song, a brand new song called "Beyond the Leaves." It's a wonderful folky Americana. Um, light pop-esque song um, I really rate her, I think she's fantastic So, and we've already sold a good amount of tickets for a musician, bearing in mind that she's so new uh, not, not very many people know about her and we've already sold quite a healthy amount of tickets so I'm really happy
2: I saw you by the riverside With your pretty blue eyes Running to catch a bridge From your busy life, I knew I needed you near me You never really saw my face From the
0: top of the river okay, so that track is Beyond the Leaves. It's by Annie Dresner. When is she playing? I'm assuming this is Town Hall. She's playing, Carol?
1: No, she's going to be playing at the pub, in fact.
0: On on other sep- venue.
1: My other venue. My other venue. Uh, on September the... I think it's the 17th. Um, I've got so many d- dates in my head. Let me just double check that for you. 15th.
0: Tickets still available, and by sounds, but she's going to be doing quite a lot of touring around the UK later in the year. So look out for look out for her. You're at work, here, and so I'm guessing you don't have any vinyl to, to shout about. But have you got any new releases
1: that you're excited about? Do you remember I told you I I finally received my uh, Mumble Tide vinyl. So I bought this record, and then they announced it was being delayed. And then they all went silent, literally nothing, nothing on the social media. So I emailed them, got no response. And then randomly in the post, about three days later, my record turned up. <laughs> but I've got this wonderful uh, vinyl from um, Mumbletide from their, their debut sort of EP, 8 Tracks. And funnily enough, the guy from Erotic Secrets of Pompeii uh, recorded the EP or recorded parts of it. And he's only he performed on it. So, um, so many little connections. that The music world is so small. And I think I really, I actually adore them. They're sort of this, um, what do they call it? You know, you have got mumble pop. People like Billie Eilish. Well, they're kind of like mumble rock. It's kind of like slackery, slow stuff. It's great.
0: Is this because they mumble, or is it because they really like the the,
1: the bit of land between Swansea and the Gower? I think so. That I think it's because they love the land between Swansea and the Gower. Yes. Yeah.
0: Which is the mumbles? People who don't know the area. Mumbles. And there's a rock. Mumbles Rock. I'll ask them. I'll ask them. Okay. Yeah. Ask them that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, time for us to chat to our guests then So uh, this week we are talking to uh, Oliver Phipps Who is uh, a spokesman for the Wharf Theatre in Karen Kieran, and, and as you said, the opening link And you, you know the site really well It was an, a new one on me But it sounds like a really interesting venue And uh, it sounds like they're really trying to be far more inclusive And, and get far more v- uh, variation of access
1: I'm going to say something really controversial now But um, Oliver Phipps works for Wiltshire Council And he's, their engage- he's one of their engagement officers And what he's actually done is he's taken the good parts of his job and he's applied them in a real life scenario and and really done something positive with his skill set. All the sort of bad things or negative things that you would normally level at a council, he has been able to mitigate, and not bring with him. But he's brought all the positive things with him. So, yeah, he is really clued up and connected. And it's just brilliant. I'm so, so impressed. So
3: I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens there. So the Wharf Theatre is down on the canal um, in the heart of Devices, and we've been there over 40 years now. It's completely run by volunteers. There is a kind of core management team of about 10 or 12 of us that kind of keep the theatre running day to day. But then there's over 70 volunteers on our books that help operate the building when we have shows in and produce the shows. So there's loads of different elements that go into to helping the theatre run. We self-produce seven or eight productions a year, and they vary from plays, comedies, musicals, pantos. And then we have professional touring productions visit us as well, um, from the National Touring Circuit to some of our more local productions like the Bristol Old Vic Theatre School who come to us as well. Why oh, didn't um, know that. That's quite good. Yeah, it's really varied in terms of the piece of work we do. We're only a 96-seat venue, so we're relatively small. Um, due to the nature of the, the the shape and size of the building. Um, but we are a black box space theatre end on, um, and it's all made of wood. So we can completely tailor the space to each production. So you can literally have black box for a lot of our musical gigs and things like that. I prefer it to just be plain. But all of our in-house productions, we end up building sets. So you look like you're inside of a cafe or someone's house or a Roman street we did more recently. So all sorts Very of cool. different layouts can be put in, which is great. Um, Can we just uh, define what a, a black box scenario is? yeah of course so quite literally as it sounds so so we reset our stage to uh, to a literal black box if you walked in the floor the ceiling the walls it's all black and it is literally just a square space there aren't any wings there's no no kind of ways to walk off the stage it's just entrance and exits from the back of the the stage however they can be tailored to be in all different positions again and there is a little balcony level as well above at the back so you can have people coming on from a a kind of second story level and and we can build in balconies and, and move all that around, so it's a really flexible space. We're quite fortunate on that. And you,
1: you said a minute ago that the capacity is 96. Um, now, if anybody doesn't know, that's actually incredibly tiered, isn't it? It's tier, rake seating, it's really tall. It, how many is it brought across? Is about eight across or ten across?
3: Yes, yeah, ten across,
1: ten across, so two sort two rows of five with a gap down the middle. I mean, if I was designing a theatre venue or even a small live music venue, that's actually not far off what I would design because everybody can see. And it's small and intimate, but also quite spacious as well. There's a lot you can do with it. It's almost a perfect venue, I would
3: say. The, obviously, you're right. It's raked seated. So when you're performing there, what's really nice because I've performed in different venues where either the stage is raked or the seating's raked. In that environment, and because it's got quite a steep break, you really are looked upon by the audience. You feel like they're there in the moment with you when you're performing, when you've got singers or comedians or whoever's in, it, you kind of get almost like a hug from the audience because they're kind of right up there with you. Rather than in some venues, you're up on a stage looking down onto the audience or into the abyss of the auditorium. Actually, you get a really different feel in, in our show, which is quite nice. Um, but we do also kind of uh, can put seating in different configurations on the lower level. So we are looking at doing that comedy. Gigs where we would maybe put some tables and chairs out around the stage area, um, so do more cabaret style seating. So yeah, we can kind of play around. I, I spoke to you probably
1: well, it's been during lockdown, I guess, or maybe a while back. But you had uh, some investment and you completely upgraded all of the the PA and the lighting, etc. So you're really now are a genuinely professional space, aren't you?
3: Yeah, I would say over the past five years, we spent just shy of probably seventy grand on um, renovating the entire venue so the all the front of house areas were done five years ago they had complete repaint carpet fixed wiring new led lighting all new fixtures and furnishings completely um, and then we did back of house as well so the green rooms the dressing rooms they got the similar treatment as well so it was all nice and fresh not only for our performers but for our visiting companies and then all new toilets and washrooms went in throughout as well which required us to have a new heating and boiler system put in On top of that, our tech team have just invested in all new lighting. So we've got new LED lighting coming to us now. And we've just recently upgraded the sound system. So there's new sound computers. And um, especially for the tech guys, they've got kind of new cans. So the the sound system where they speak to each other um, backstage, that's all been um, upgraded and invested. We were one of those traditional venues where most of it was held together with gaffer tape, whereas now it's all new and shiny. So uh, the tech boys are looking forward to utilising all that in our new season. So when uh, next cool. time I'm doing
0: a big building project, I'm going to get you involved because seventy grand does not go very far, and you seem to have built an entire new theatre with that money. So congratulations to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. It's all about the power of influence, John. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, working with the local community. We were very fortunate to get gauges on side with a lot of the re- main res- renovations. And um, it, even from repurposing, so the toilets and washrooms are all brand new, but they were left, over stock from another project. So we got them at a cost price. So just little things like that managed to help us keep everything on a really tight budget. Um, because yeah, we are a charity. We are just that local theatre. So we do need to work on it. And we have had grants and stuff as well in for the tech kit and for bits of... Um, specific elements of it but overall it has come from reserves that were built up over the years so I mean this sounds cr-
1: incredibly exciting uh, what's the next step and future of the wharf um, presumably now that you've got all this you're going to be ambitious you're going to do some amazing things
3: so we're continuing with our our range of work that we always put on um, you know, I've literally just finished um, editing uh, the pantomime script um, ready for this year and um, the season Ooh. brochure for the autumn winter will go out uh, next month And now we're already programming well into spring, summer 2023, um, and that is predominantly booked up now. We're just looking at what other bits of professional work might want to come to us. But aside from that, what we're really working on growing now is our participation work so we already have launched a youth theatre that has a junior and seniors cohort and we're just looking at how we can strengthen that and what more we can offer them whether it be some kind of qualification linked into what they're doing make sure they're getting to do performances and shows as well as showcasing work with their parents but also to wider audiences and then we're also working with other local partners and just people that are interested in doing things with us so there's a gentleman we're speaking to at the moment around script writing just writing poems poetry spoken word um who wants to come in and maybe just have a group with us on a regular basis which would be amazing i mentioned earlier about looking at different seating configurations of the comedy we don't technically do comedy at the moment it's but it's something we're gonna we're working with some another A couple that are interested in putting comedy on in devices might help us do that because since the pandemic, there is no regular comedy acts in devices anymore. Mm. Um, It's something we weren't trying to stand on toes with before, but now there's a a market, so we're ready for it. Same with the film society. They have not got a home at the moment, so we're going to look at potentially working with them to bring them in. Wow. Um, So, yeah, just kind of diversifying our offer, working with other partners, other groups in the town better. And we're also launching the Devizes Arts Network, which will bring together your Devizes Musical Theatre, the Invitation Theatre Company, all the venues around the town, cinema, artists, museum, the library, anyone that's got kind of arts, cultural vibe about them. Yeah, we're going to get together on a kind of maybe quarterly basis just share ideas share what everyone's doing see where we can support each other and also continue to work on barriers that we all feel that we might have in the town i know for, for us it's just published it's about making sure people know who we are you know we we pay for our adverts in all the magazines locally we're paying for facebook ads we've got our season brochures our posters and leaflets for every production go out to a list of venues and shops and but still people will say they don't know where we are so it's um it's just c- keeping that churning me.
1: It's it's as, as, as an uphill battle that you'll always fight no matter what because uh, there'll always be churn of people, new people coming to the town, and then you know I didn't know you existed and all the rest of it. But I mean, what you've just described then is absolutely sensational. Um, I was in dividers for a very very long time. I did music in dividers for a very very long time. And if I had you sort of back in the the early noughties or in the mid noughties doing what you're doing now. I could just see the growth within devices. I mean, that is a truly inspiring thing and makes me slightly jealous. I'm not in devices anymore.
2: Hmm.
3: And that's exactly it. That's what we're kind of what we're trying to embrace now is is working with people like yourselves and and others in the town, around the town that have that passion to want to put stuff on and support them in doing it, utilizing our venue. We've got the space, so let's, let's try it. And equally, as we mentioned earlier, it's a space because of its capacity being that under hundred seats, we can take a risk with stuff. we can put on new theater, we can put, try different small bands out, new comedians, whatever, because there 's very limited risk with a venue with such a small capacity you want to put something on somewhere that's two, three, four hundred seats, then you know you 've got you 've got risk in terms of your cost expenditures, etc, but we are a charity with volunteers and we 're small space so let 's let 's get stuff going and see what happens and I think when we 've moved forward from. From what we were five, six, seven years ago, just producing yeah. all our own stuff and having the odd tour. Now we've got more tours, more participation. I think we're really growing in that direction.
1: Uh, I think well, I think the whole thing's growing, and I think you know, without being too dismissive of other things going on, devices right now you are really bringing that all together. I mean, Doka was brilliant um, in the summer. Uh, I watched their um, production they did in, in the marketplace. That was brilliant. Devices Festival is obviously all very good, but they're such small parts of the year. There's nothing else going on around them. And now all of a sudden, now that I've learned all this, I'm truly like, wow, devices is exciting again. Um, And the way that you're doing it is just fantastic. Just so impressed. So uh, credit to you for that so far, Ollie. I also, the venue has got a wow factor. You know, people turn up, it's got plenty of parking, it's easy to get to, it's dead central. The level of professionalism you can reach, I think is exceptional. And I'm really excited to see what you do there.
3: Yeah, you're right. And it's, what's really beautiful is we've got a lot of the original features still in the building because of the nature of it. So we've got a lot of huge exposed beam works, loads of the original iron work. There's like chains hanging in the ceiling and all that kind of thing. It's all still <laughs> there from when it was used as a canal warehouse. So yeah, it's quite beautiful. And When you're in our bars, there's two areas where the... The building just drops in straight into the canal and it's all just floor to ceiling windows. You can stand there having your pre-show drink and just looking out along the canal, seeing the swans go by, the canoes, etc. It's a really lovely set, especially on a a bright, sunny evening. It's a lovely place to come on down to and, and have a great evening out. So tell us, Ollie, what is the next set of plans? What are the next shows you've got coming up? What are you advocating for now? We're going to have a discovery day at some point mid-August, which will be just an open door event. People can come and explore the theatre and we'll have tasters, demonstrations, costumes, etc. out for people to get involved with. And then we open again in September with Hedda Gabler, which is uh, a play. And then we go into our autumn season. Like I said, we'll have Panto coming up, which this year is Little Red Riding Hood. Um, And yeah, then we're we're
1: on it. Tell us two more things. How do people get involved? How do they contact the wharf?
3: So the best way to contact us would be through our social media or through our website. So um, our website is just thewarftheatre.co.uk. All the information is on there, including a Get Involved link where you can find information about getting involved in either productions, volunteering, or the kind of youth theatre participation site that we're talking about. We will publish all information. So the launch of youth term dates, productions coming up, audition notices, visiting shows, the whole lot everything gets put on those socials on the website. So best places to look.
1: Cheers, Ollie. We normally invite guests to pick a song at the end of the, the podcast to lead us out on. I don't know if I pre-warned you on that. <laughs> but I'm thinking theatre, musical theatre, is anything, any song to musical theatre you think might be really
3: good to advertise The Wharf? Yeah, we've got our, if we go for what we did for our panto. So a big one for the, uh, the, our big finale of our panto last year, which was our big return to panto, which was with Whittington last year. We had Justin Timberlake. <laughs> It's the one that he sung in there with the trolls. When he sang with the trolls, yeah it was
1: called
3: can't stop the feeling That's the one. can't stop the Amazing. feeling it's finale number there we go. Go for
2: that. I got this feeling inside my bones It goes electric wavy when I turn it on And if you want it inside your soul. Just open up your heart, let music take control. I got that sunshine in my pocket, got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body when it drops, ooh. I can't take my eyes off of it, moving so phenomenally. The room unlocked the way we rock it, so don't Stop.
0: Kieran, because it is your birthday, I am letting you get away with that song. Justin Timberlake and the Trolls, really. Kieran loves a bit of JT. I do. I do love a bit of JT.
1: And Trolls, in fact. All right, let's move on. Uh, News. You know me, I'm a big fan of the original live music. Mm. However, I have decided to do a tribute show. We're going to do a Halloween tribute show in in October 29th. It's a Saturday just, just before Halloween saturday night and we're going to do a local band called start the sirens they're going to do a set of original material and then they're going to do a set of alt rock bangers um, and that will basically it's going to encourage everyone to dress up and have a bit of fun nice. um, and go full-on emo full-on halloween full-on goth and then hopefully dance to some songs we already know there is value and there is merit in covers and tribute bands when done correctly and i think that's done correctly so i'm really excited about that
0: One thing we talked about last week, but it didn't make the final cut, was about the expected travel chaos for people getting to Glastonbury because of the train strikes. And that didn't seem to happen. If anything, the travelling into Glastonbury was less chaotic than it has been in previous years. And I don't know what happened there.
1: They've made some changes to the site. So Glastonbury has an arena now in the centre, which is with the really, really big wall. And then it's got the campsite around that. And so in the past, you were, you could get onto the campsite, you could get onto the, into the arena, but it's not the case now. As a result, they've changed the way the roads work. And it, it's a one-way system around the site. But my God, it is so much easier getting in and out. So much easier. Another story
0: that we like to just, talk about now and then is the oasis center in swindon because it's um it's been derelict for a while new people took it on they were going to redevelop the site it then got graded as a grade two listed building which then scared the developers away and so we're not now not sure what's going to happen with the building um basically swindon council has gone to the government asking for eight million pound which will partly renovate the site
1: well you you know what eight million pounds isn't a huge amount of money it's a big site i know it's a big site, and that—I mean—that won't do a huge amount. It won't go a huge way, in all honesty. It would be nice to have a big venue, or, or just get the Oasis
0: up, up and running again, just to have some live music uh, going on. Cause it's decent size venue, it was so, a
1: decent-sized venue, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact capacity, but it would have probably been a couple of thousands or mm. fifteen hundred or something. I think that one's going to go on for a fair few years yet. Yeah, it will. Yeah. But they, they need to be swift because that's the sort of thing, that if they don't do something about it, it will eventually collapse. They won't have any choice. Mm, true. All right, then a uh, couple
0: of gigs that are coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to the middle of July where there's a couple of things going on. The Bristol Harbour Festival and in Swindon, the My Dad's Bigger Than Your Dad Festival in Town Gardens. There are on the 15th, 16th that weekend of July. Other things that are happening around on the 9th of July, Wilco Johnson and John Opway are playing at the Cheese and Grain. Again, the Cheese and Grain in Froom just seems to attract insanely well-known international artists. And I don't know how they do it in there, but fair play to them. Um, I'm wondering if uh, Paul McCartney, the only reason he played there was because he was talking to Dave Grohl and, and said, do you have any venues around Glastonbury? I fancy doing a warm up. Well, oh, actually,
1: yeah, Cheese and Grain. Yeah. Um, I, I believe, John. I believe there was other venues vying for the title, and the tre- Cheese and Grain won-, won it over other venues. So I think it was specifically chosen uh,
0: because of how wonderful they are. One final gig I just wanted to mention was yes. at the Trinity Centre in Bristol on the 17th. Sea Power. I didn't know British Sea Power ah. had dropped their British.
1: Yes, um, they did a post about it oh, last year, it a long time ago, and it was to do with the sort of um, empire colonialism sort of yeah. connotation, so they dropped it.
0: And I thought I'd just mention that gig just because last week I discovered that when they were British e power they'd done a cover, an emo cover of I Am A Cider Drinker by The Wurzels.
1: No. Which is
0: on YouTube, and it's, you've got to go and listen to it after this. I'm show. I'm doing it now. No, wait, wait till the end of the show. So uh, if you want to get
1: too hot. <laughs>
0: If you want to get in touch, you can email us yourisolation at gmail.com or you can find us on the various streaming services. We'll be back same time next week. Kieran, I hope you enjoy the rest of your birthday.
1: Thank you very much. I plan to. I'm going to get my daughter from 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 gym now, and then we're going to go drink this lovely four-pack of cider that was bought for me for my colleagues. Right, drink responsibly and have lots
0: of cake. And All the cake. All the cake. And we will be back same time next week. Cheers, John.
2: Cheers. See you later, Kieran. Take care, buddy. Bye. 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 Bye.